Welcome to Echo, the podcast where we share our personal perspectives on questions about God, spirituality, and the Seventh-day Adventist Church. I'm Ryan Becker, your host. No matter who you are, we hope that you find value and encouragement through real discussions about real things. Let's jump in. This episode of the Echo Podcast is sponsored by Southern Adventist University. Welcome to Echo. I'm Ryan Becker, your host, and this is a podcast where we talk about life and faith questions that young adults are dealing with and um, really kind of everyone deals with. Uh, the, the more I talk about these kind of topics, uh, the more that I find that people of all ages struggle with this kind of thing. Um, and so today is one that I'm interested in heavily. This is a conversation that um, I think is one of the first ones that people, this is a question that a lot of people who've grown up Christian tend to ask as like one of the initial questions in their journey a lot of the time. So I'm excited to kind of dive into this and and figure this out. And to help me with that today, I have two wonderful guests, Casey and Luke, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So Casey, we'll start with you. Sure. Uh, I'm Casey Vaughn. I'm actually a pastor here in the greater Charlotte area. And I this is actually the first podcast I'll probably ever have listened to. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, and then Luke, what about you? So I'm Luke Kendall, and I'm a junior nursing student at Southern. Sweet. So um, three very kind of different um, backgrounds here as far as framework and where we're coming from, which is good. And so today we're talking about doctrines and Jesus. And the reason this question I think comes up a lot is mainly there are a lot of people, whether they become legalistic or like hyper, hyper conservative, and I don't say that to like bash conservatives. There are hyper, hyper liberals as well that are, it's not a good thing, right? But those that would, that would balance the, um, the content of our beliefs rather than the substance of them. And you see this across the board in, in pretty much every denomination where there's that balance, um, that balance is skewed. And what ends up happening is it seems like the church becomes more about their beliefs and how those beliefs impact your behavior rather than the substance of those beliefs and, and why we have them to begin with. And so th- I think that's where the root of a lot of people's faith journeys starts. Um, so um, let, let's kind of dive in here, right? I feel like my church talks about, like, let's say I'm a young adult. I realize that mm-hmm. it would be weird if I just opened with I, right? Yeah. I feel like my <laughs> church talks more about doctrines than Jesus, right? What, you know, I thought we follow Jesus, but we're talking about the Sabbath, or we're talking about this X, Y, or Z more, you know, what, what do you say to that? Like, do you, do you see, do you see that happening a lot? Do you see that? Do you disagree with that? Um, what, how do you feel about what, like, yeah, what are your initial thoughts there? Well, I feel like I've seen a bit of both. Most of the time, I think I agree with you that they do tend to lean more towards doctrine in a lot of the churches I've been to, but I mean, with everything, you have to find a good balance because it is important to know, like, what you believe and why you believe, but also the foundation is Jesus and, you know, what he did for us, dying on the cross for our sins. So it's very important to see both sides of the coin. Yeah, absolutely. Casey, what about you? If they're a young person and they and they feel like their church definitely focused on doctrine more, I mean, that's within the realm of distinct possibilities and probabilities within the Adventist church. But... I can't speak for every church, but, and there's going to be pockets in every church that feel the same or feel differently. So in that very same church, you might have someone that's like, no, we talk about Jesus too much. exactly. And so it's a little subjective. Um, Not that it doesn't make your opinion right or wrong. It just means 
realizing that everyone has a different opinion and everyone is at a different, the line between doctrines and Jesus in people's minds is at a widely different place, who depending on who they are yeah. and their background. Well, and I think, I love that you ended with the word background because I think that's a huge part of this too. I think um, for a lot of people, um, if they came from a prior life of you know doing whatever they wanted and reaping whatever consequences may have been sown from that, they come into faith and they want a lot of boundaries and structure yeah. versus someone else who may have grown up or came from a life where they had way too much structure, mm-hmm. lived under a rock, oh, yeah. and then they go, oh, freedom, and they don't want the structure anymore. They realize that they have room to breathe now, and they and what and the risk for both of those camps is they swing too far the opposite direction. I've um, realized that so much of our theology is reactionary and personal theology, not necessarily corporate theology, but personal theology is often highly reactionary to other theologies or life experiences. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I think we we have some sort of traumatic incident or some sort of experience, and that and that sh- starts to shape our beliefs or or impact our beliefs. Um, I mean, an easy one for me would be actually this, you know, I used to think that racism wasn't this huge deal that, um, and I used to think, this was years ago, but I used to think that, yeah, people were making kind of a, a more of a big deal out of it than it was. Mm-hmm. And then as I started talking with friends and learning from them and their experiences, that started to shape my perspective on it and change it. And it's like that with, I think, anything, whether you experience it or the people close to you experience it too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's huge. Luke, any thoughts here? Yeah, I feel like the, like you guys are saying, the perspective and your background matters a lot. Because if, you know, you're in a room with, you know, say four people, three people, whatever, and if an event happens and then everyone was to, you know, write down what happened, it would all be a little different. It's the same thing, but everyone sees it differently and values more different parts of it that are bigger, like, in meaning to them based on what they've gone through. Yeah. Well, and I think this is... I think we also have the risk here in this conversation of erring too much on the side of like, there's a presupposition happening here where I think all three of us, I could be wrong here and you can disagree. You'll just be wrong. Um, the, (laughs) that, um, we would not necessarily rather talk about Jesus, but this idea that focus does need to be more on Jesus. Mm -hmm. And the problem with that is there, there are people that would say that, you know, the doctrines do point to Jesus. So the doctrines are about Jesus and, you know, we can't just, um, you know, just saying you follow Jesus isn't enough to, to say that you're doing things right. Um, I would argue that the Crusades said they were following Jesus, right? Like, there's True. a lot of things that um, you can look at the anti-Semitism that is, that is throughout all of Christian history through our church fathers. Um, you'd be surprised at some of the things that Martin Luther said. Yeah. And um, you hear, you see that and you go, well, they followed, but they said they love Jesus. Like, just loving Jesus or talking about Jesus isn't enough to put you on the right track, yeah. um, and you can err based on stepping out of his will. So, um, you know, I get the doctrines are supposed to talk about Jesus, but what do you guys think is the kind of balance there? Or where, where do you, how do you, how do we talk about doctrines and Jesus in a way that actually works together? Well, Jesus himself, like, went off and, like, does the same things that our doctrines um, stand for, what we believe, and so, but he doesn't, you know, necessarily in his teaching state everything specifically because there's also the Old Testament, which is where some other beliefs come from. And so there's this whole foundation that he built on and strengthened and we can learn from and continue to grow through. Hmm. I think there's also a kind of a false dichotomy that we 
that we bring up, and I'm not 100% sure why, but we tend to take the whole idea of doctrines and Jesus and put them opposed to each yeah. other. So they're like they're two separate entities. When actually our doctrines are just the most clear picture of Jesus and the Godhead that we have. They just influence each other. And Jesus is is kind of, he was the word, so, and I'm taking a little bit of a, a leap here, but not really, that he was the culmination of everything. He embodied everything that we believe. And so to set them apart as two different identities or entities is really creating this division that's not there. Yeah. Like they're both intricately involved. You cannot have one without the other. However, where you focus is still extremely important in that. Yeah. You, they, I, the way I think I would say that is like the two definitely walk hand in hand, um, but you can talk about Jesus and forget the structure of the... You can divorce them, yes. Yeah, you can, you can divorce Mm -hmm. them as far as application is concerned um, and not even realize it. And that is the very definition of legalism if you put too much on doctrine. And it's the very idea of kind of moral relativism mm-hmm. if you're if you're just focusing on Jesus and mm-hmm. oh, I just got to love like Jesus. I mean, everyone agrees with that statement, <laughs> but everyone has a different picture of what love actually yeah. looks like. And yeah. um, so it's so when you just say I just wish we'd all love like Jesus, everyone goes, "Well, I am." So yeah, I don't need to change anything. <laughs> um, so exactly. no, but I agree with that. I think we have caused kind of an unnecessary division or fracture between the two. Um, I think. When you say that doctrines are the picture of Jesus, like I, I think of, I think of looking at our twenty-eight fundamental beliefs. And my, mm-hmm. the question I don't think I've ever asked, and I'm realizing this now, I don't think I've ever looked at that list and said, um, "What story does do these does this list tell of Jesus, mm-hmm. or what you know, what Jesus am I actually looking at here?" Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm thinking through them, and while there are a couple things here and there that I disagree with within like the wording or something of our mm-hmm. of our fundamentals, um, I agree with. Like, I'm an Adventist. I was a pastor. I lay pastor. Like, I'm here, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, and uh, the beauty of what I love about our, you know, within Adventism, our doctrine is the idea that we aren't creedal. Like, we don't have a creed. So those fundamental beliefs can be challenged and questioned and changed if need be. And I love that because... And we've ju- seen that they've added some in the past. So at least at yeah. that level. Yeah. And we didn't even have them until recently, with, yeah. like within the last 50 years. So um, we didn't have an official like list of beliefs like this. Mm-hmm. But I love that because it says that Jesus is journeying with us mm-hmm. and we're journeying with him. And yeah, we learn more along the way. We get corrected along the way. Like mm-hmm. I just think that's really kind of cool to see. And so the picture for me is painted more in the way we treat the doctrine rather than just the doctrine itself as well. Yeah. Um, but so... How do when when you look at some of the more behavior based doctrines, right? Mm-hmm. So we talk about like Christian living, like or we lifestyle. talk about the Sabbath. Um, they seem to be more behavioral focused in in what we do. So how do some of those? How would you say some of those actually point to Jesus or paint a picture of Jesus? Like what? Yeah, how do we interact with those that seem to just want to behavior or modify our behaviors? I think this is where motivation comes in really heavily. Um, aside from you know you have to view it in the context of Jesus as far as like lifestyle stuff so how you live your day-to-day life which is honestly where most of the contention between Jesus and doctrines really comes in Uh, because in theory and the theological whatever you want to call it most people don't care and they don't see a divide and they doesn't affect them day-to-day the day-to-day lifestyle things really it's it's where you're looking when you're trying to live like Jesus lived. So if I'm like, I want to do everything right, because 
then that is the way that I will, not necessarily salvation, because I don't, I would propose that very few people in the church actually believe that by being vegan or not going out to eat on Sabbath, you're actually saved by that. But what there is, is I will lose my salvation if I don't do these things. Mm -hmm. So you bring that into the equation. And then, yeah, is, am I motivated because I love Jesus I'm doing these things? Or am I motivated because I feel out of fear, essentially, that yeah. I will lose something? And I think that, for me, at least personally, that's where I kind of gauge it. Like, am I choosing not to or to do this based on my love of Jesus and my belief personally that this is how I should live my life? Or is it because there is this set of check marks that I need so I don't lose my salvation. I'm not sure if that answered the question. No, it, I mean, that's... it does. It, you're, you're saying it's the motivations. It's yeah. why you're doing it. And that, yeah. um, I think, so it's not necessarily that the beliefs themselves have to point to Jesus, but the way you respond to them well, is Well, ultimately be... they do whether you yeah. see it or not. But your, but your, your explanation was more focused on the response to them. Yes. More so than the beliefs themselves. Yes. Um, so, which is important. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so Luke, any thoughts here? Yeah, I... I totally agree with that. That it goes along with your motivations for sure. Because if you're, if you like love Jesus, you're gonna be, you know, be trying to be more like Him, get closer with Him, which you know, hopefully, eventually will lead you closer to you know, following along with those doctrines. But also, like, it helps to have them in your back of your mind to follow when you, you know, when you're not exactly sure where you mm -hmm. should be going. You have yeah. this kind of guideline. Yeah. Well, and when I look at some of these too, like. I think of the Sabbath. That, that, I mean, that's the one that, especially if you grew up Adventist as a kid, you only see the behavior side of it. Um, and there's oh, yeah. really not enough life experience. <laughs> I don't know of a kid that ever, I don't know of many kids who have like properly understood what it means because kids don't like to nap or rest <laughs> at a certain point. Like on Saturdays for me growing up, my parents both worked full time. So Saturday mm -hmm. they slept after church. My dad would run sound. He'd be at church at six a.m. and he'd be there till two. Oh, come right. home, yeah. bring us lunch or or cook lunch, and um, and and my family, like my mom, my siblings, and I went to a different church because that's where all my friends were. Mm -hmm. So, but he'd come back and yeah, they'd be passed out for the rest of the day, and I'd be like, well, what do I do now? Um, so, but I think now looking at my life and and seeing like the rush of everything and 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 i'm grateful for the sabbath because it points the picture to me that that paints of jesus is a god that cares about the fact that i'm getting rest cares yeah. about restoring me yeah, um exactly. cares about time with me and so it's more that it's, it becomes then less about what i do or don't mm -hmm. do and more about the opportunities that are presented to me mm -hmm. because if G i i firmly believe this if, if god hadn't been like look you have to take a day like I'm banning, yeah. Yeah, I'm banning you from working this day. We would work that day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I know that because I still fail at that sometimes. Like there are still things that I will do and I know I shouldn't be doing them. And so I like, so I see that in, in the Sabbath easily. Um, and so I like, I can see that there are different areas where they would paint a, a, a solid picture of who Jesus is that I think is accurate to his yeah. life and, and what we see in the gospels. Um, so what if I don't care about them though like i don't care about all that stuff just i want to talk about jesus in my experience there have been moments where i definitely felt like that and usually came for me personally i can't speak to everyone but for me personally it was from a place of theological or lifestyle religion burnout mm. that i was like mm. you know forget everything kind of thought it in stronger languages but forget everything i'm going to just focus on the things that are easiest for me to swallow right now spiritually and I think there's a place where that's okay. Yeah. 
Uh, and but as far as if you're just so if that's is that if that's kind of where it's coming from, be able to take time out as long as as long as there's some understanding that, I mean, even Jesus kept the Sabbath. Like I'm not focusing on that specifically, but as long as there's understanding that the structure's there for a reason, it's not arbitrary. Mm-hmm. Feel free to take that time off. However, if it's not from a place of burnout, I don't know. Usually, I feel like it's a, from a place of reaction, but yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah, I agree as well. Like with the reaction part of that, more so for my life experience. Like sometimes when I've been like, I not really want to deal with the doctrines right now. Just you know, focus on Jesus for a little bit and then work back to it. Yeah. Usually, it's come after someone is like critique not necessarily but like criticized and mm-hmm. not like an uplifting way but more like demeaning for something that, that like i know it was wrong but they're like no the doctrines are this and you have to do this mm-hmm. or else and it's like i don't really believe it that way because it's a you know it's always changing kind of how you're going through life and how close you are with jesus and that's what matters the most out of it is your relationship with him the doctrines certainly help that though yeah. yeah, but they're not everything, and obviously Jesus isn't like everything either. It has to be a balance because if you're just oh I believe in Jesus, but you don't act like it and follow the doctrines, then you don't really. You're yeah. just saying it. So you have, it goes back to the yeah. balance of it. You're, you're but, nominal at that point. I think. Yeah. Um, I would agree with both of you here. Um, I feel like it is reactionary to burnout, and I think that it's okay to need some space mm-hmm. from the from you know if if you are so focused or have been or have had behavior crammed down your throat so much that you can't you're losing your picture of who jesus is um then yeah it sounds like you need to chill out for a little bit and that's not that doesn't mean you go out and immediately do all the things opposite yeah of um of what you believed before but i think actually what it what what that tells me is you need to find a community that will and uh, and surround yourself with people that will encourage you in the right way and not yeah. cram that down your throat. For me personally, when this happened, it told me I needed to take a look at my own theology, mm. take a look at it, and see why that why I was having a reaction. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I think that's super huge, and and I think letting people have their journey through that is oh, really yeah. important. And I would argue the 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 same is the other way too. If mm-hmm. if you're saying give me doc, I need more. I want to hear more about. Um, revelation and the great controversy. I want to hear more about the Sabbath. I want to hear more about creation or marriage in the home versus, um, you know, versus uh, Jesus and just talking about how much he loves me and his forgiveness, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think it's the same thing. It yeah. becomes reactionary and you realize, like, I think a lot of people in that camp have had a very just criticism in or a fair criticism in saying, like, yeah, we've talked so much about Jesus's mercy and grace that we're letting people off of the consequences of their actions in many mm-hmm. cases, or we aren't calling people to accountability to the greater community that they've kind of, Committed you know, to. not promised themselves to, but but yeah. really become a par- agreed to become a part of. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's and so they go, no, we need to like, I get it. Jesus loves us and he's merciful and he's and he's gracious and he's patient. But he also calls us to do something yeah. more with with that freedom yeah. that he's given us, mm-hmm. and um, so I, I I feel that, and so it is reactionary, and reactionary isn't always bad. Right. But you just need to right. understand that, you know, that's, that's happening. Yeah. Um, any well, um, yeah. Thank you guys for coming on. This has been cool. Um, <laughs> any final thoughts here or words of encouragement to someone who is in the, in that trying to live in that tension between the doctrines and in Jesus that we see, which 
we've said there's not really one. We make it, but yeah. you're living in it right now. That's reality. So any words of encouragement to someone in that situation? Um, well, I think another part of that tension that it's important to keep in the back of your mind while you work through it is it's the balance between religion and your belief in like Jesus specifically. Because religion is its whole separate thing with all the different like structures and whatnot. And sometimes we get too caught up in that. But we need to focus a little bit more, I feel like, on our relationship with Jesus and what we believe for ourselves and how yeah. that impacts our lives. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good point. Um, I would agree with that 100%. Any final thoughts? Sweet. Um, she just shook her head no. I love it. She's like, <laughs> no, I said what I said. I said my piece and I'm done. Um, I, I would agree. I think the, the way that I see the doctrines in Jesus, and I think this is how I would kind of end this conversation, is um, I see it very much like um, let's just take humans on earth. I used to say like fish in a bowl, but that seemed too <laughs> limiting. Um, but like humans on earth, if if we just go without any proper protection or anything, we just go out into space, we leave earth or the boundaries of the atmosphere, we just die. Oh, I'm sure we were going to think humans yeah. versus aliens. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we just die. Um, there are boundaries in place, yeah. that, but we are free within the confines of the earth. Um, the same thing, the behavioral... Um, kind of instruction that doctrines help us understand create boundaries in our lives like the Sabbath that protects us from overworking ourselves or mm -hmm. you know protects us from going so far that we would hurt ourselves or hurt someone else and so understanding that you that you are truly free when you do put proper boundaries in your life whether that's relational boundaries belief boundaries behavioral boundaries whatever um, but you have to figure out where those are in your relationship with Jesus because those boundaries look different for every single person so um, to our listeners, thank you for journeying with us through this one. And if you are in a position where you're trying to figure out your your beliefs and where you kind of land on all this, um, know that we're praying for you. Hit and, up Brian. He has all the answers. Um, and, yeah, you can hit me up. Um, <laughs> I have literally every answer to every question ever. And I, it's probably not a good answer, though. And, look, just thank you for um, being willing to journey through it. Um, and we want you to know that there is, it's okay to be on that journey. It's okay to be where you yeah. are. It's just not okay to stay there. So make sure that you are always moving forward and, and taking steps forward. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you want to check out more of Echo content or anything that the young, that the communication department at the Carolina Conference is putting out, then you can head on over to theprojectrefresh.org and you can check out all the different shows and things that are developed as well as more Echo episodes. So thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Echo. We hope you enjoyed it. To stay up to date with new episodes as we release them, and for more awesome content from Project Refresh, a ministry of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, then go ahead and hit that subscribe button below. And don't forget to like and leave a comment. This episode of the Echo Podcast is sponsored by Southern Adventist University.